2: What is going on, y'all? We are back. It is another edition of No Bets Barred. This time, UFC Vegas 68 in the apex. Wish it was in, uh, you know, Korea, Southeast Asia. It is what it is. We've also got Bellator 290, the return to CBS for the promotion. A lot of fights this weekend. Got some boxing matches. I got a couple bets down that I'll I'll throw out there to you guys. Uh, It's good to be back, you know. We got a weekend off from Combat Sports unless... (laughs) Obviously, Not
3: for you. Good. You say. want to
2: count the Royal Rumble? I mean, uh, it is combat sports, but uh, yeah, it's good to be back, Jed. How we feeling, man?
3: You know, it it would be better to be back uh, if if like you said, if this was happening in Seoul. I know that was kind of the original Ooh, that target. Would be,
2: oh, that'd we, be nice.
3: We were talking off air. I this would the fights could be the same, and it yeah. would at least feel better because these Road to the UFC fights, like I, I don't want to speak for you. I haven't watched a second of Road to the UFC. I have have now.
2: I have now. I've watched the highlights from from some of these fights, but I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that this would be better because you have those home guys, you got the home cook and the crowd would be going nuts for them. It would, it would be a much more special moment for these dudes. Imagine winning the road to UFC tournament finale. You get the UFC contract in front of your home crowd. Everyone's going crazy. It, I'm assuming your whole family would be there. It would be such a, a more special moment. And it would also be like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a 1 a.m. main card start on the East Coast because it's in because it's in Korea, uh, not because it's in the apex and it was supposed to be in Korea.
3: Yeah. And it's, and it like, if you knew nothing, if I knew nothing about it, and I just looked at this card I went to Tapology, I'd be like, why is this happening in Las Vegas? They're like, <laughs> like eight Koreans or something like that on the 12 in the 12 fights. Like that's this very clearly didn't go the way that they were planning it. And, it's super weird because again, the fights could be the same, but at least the energy and the fact—I know, I know—you and you and the esteemed, the great, the wonderful Ariel Helwani—always on this. The Apex is a tough hang for anything. It's going to make it even worse for this event, which is uh look. Let's just call it what it is. It's one of the weaker offerings the UFC's given us, and that's oh. that's saying something. Given given <coughs> we've had a, we've had that conversation semi-regularly the past you know the past year this may be the worst of the bunch on paper so no doubt and and i think
2: i think a lot of it has to do with it being the road to ufc fights which would make it a lot a lot cooler if it was in korea and like you know, it is fights. You, you know, you can say that, but it's just like, this is one of the lesser cards that I've seen since we've started doing No Bet's part. I mean, if you just break it down, like I didn't know who any of these guys were on, on Road to UFC. I, I'm sorry I didn't. I had to research them. I had to find out. And that takes up four of these fights. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I really just don't understand. Like uh, some people, when I like hate on the Apex, will hit me up and be like, I don't understand the hate for the Apex. I'm like, I'll counter that with I don't understand the love for the apex. What is there to like, it's an empty arena. Like, I mean, if we were watching any other sporting event in an empty arena right now, I would be like, why are we doing this here?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't mind the apex if the apex hadn't become the default, the standard, right? Like it's, if, if you're just, it makes sense to me as a, Hey, here's a consistent place to, for us to do business. Uh, if they're putting on one of their shows a month in the apex, I'm not, I'm not going to care or be excited about it because it literally brings nothing to the table. But I also just like it, it, that would be fine. But when every fight card is in an empty arena and you've got Joe Martinez hitting the intros of ladies and germ- make some noise. If you are ready <laughs> and there's nobody there to make noise. So it's just like, it's, it, it is, it's like watching, frankly, it is like watching that season. I, this probably predated your fandom. The, they did a live season of The Ultimate Fighter, where the fights were live, um, trying to, you know, add some spice to it. it was like that, because it's the same thing. There are only a handful of people in attendance, so it's just like watching two fights happen in an, in an empty area, and that takes, you can feel that energy through the television. You really can.
2: Oh, dude, there's no doubt. Crowds make these these sporting events so much better. It's not even funny. Honestly,
3: honestly, I thought to to tie this into where I think we need to at least briefly discuss Brazil two weeks ago. That crowd was dead. That crowd did not was not what I was anticipating at all.
2: Oh, it let me down heavy.
3: Yeah. And that was part I was really excited. Like the return to Brazil. This place is gonna go just off the chain. It's gonna be nuts. And it's going to be so exciting and electric. And the fights were pretty good. Um, You know, really good, frankly, like a, a very solid event top to bottom. But the crowd was shockingly not into it. And that really, I noticed that in my viewing experience. I was coming in anticipating London and I got, I mean, better than the Apex. But it, it, it I wasn't feeling it, man. I don't know about you.
2: No, I'm with you. And I mean, I doing the watch party, like I was kind of like half tuned into the crowd. I think the moment that I hit it the most was when uh, Glover Teixeira was getting introduced and I was like, man, this feels pretty weak for a guy trying uh, to get the, the light heavyweight title in his home country right now. It did feel weak. Honestly, when I heard that this fight card was originally going to be in Korea, I mean, we go all out here we are into the gimmicks i was ready to have some korean barbecue for dinner like you know i was i was ready to go all out uh kimchi i was i was all in on that now i don't know i don't know if i'm going to do the korean barbecue maybe maybe we can cook something up on this very show uh but just quickly last thing on the apex mma on point uh they did a great piece on just how many fights there have been at the apex and this is UFC apex 68 plus during the pandemic there were a few pay-per-view cards that ended up happening there as mm-hmm. well i think so it's you're talking
3: like, like 73 events times yeah. 12 fights an event
2: dude it's like 72 73 events now that the apex and then that's not even counting like uh Dana White contender series uh anything else that is that has happened mm-hmm. there tough competitions uh like they are they are getting their use out close of the Apex. It's going
3: to be close to a thousand fights there pretty soon if it hasn't hit it already.
2: And I and I hate that, like what you said, it is the default now. Like it's it feels special that we're doing UFC San Antonio because it's a fight night that isn't happening at the apex. Like I, I needed to get to the part where the default is to do it in a city like San Antonio, and then you get the one-offs at the apex.
3: My hope, I've been thinking about this, my hope is that we're going to make our way to what I think is the optimal UFC schedule of, they're currently running like between 42 and 46 events a year uh, because they're contractually obligated to hit like 42 is the magic number for them with their ESPN deal. And I would hope that that number can pair back a little bit because I think the ideal UFC schedule is three events a month. You get three events a month. You get one's the pay-per-view. It's the big event. You get one road show, Orlando, uh, wherever it is you're going, you do that. Uh, and then you do one at the apex. And it's consistent. And then you get a weekend. You get one weekend off. That's still 36 events a year, um, you know, give or take 30, 36 if you're sticking strictly to three events a month. And I think that that's ideal because then the other part of this fight car we're going to talk about it's not just that it's an event at the apex. This fight card, Derek Lewis, Sergey Spivak is a, it is a, a it's a main event by definition. But man, Derek Lewis is not the dude. Any he, like he's still a compelling figure in some ways, but it's on a three or four fight losing streak. Like they the don't States. have the bodies to fill up forty two events a year with quality main and co mains and good cards. And so you're getting some really watered down product. I think if we tell me the get stakes of this card. Oh, uh, the only stakes on road this. road to the card, UFC,
2: they can they can get UFC contracts.
3: Those are probably the actual uh, biggest stakes in the card. Frankly, uh, the only fights on this card outside of that that I think have real, like real stakes. Sir, if Sergey Spivak wins, that's pretty meaningful for his career if Derek Lewis loses, well, that sucks. But even if if Derek Lewis wins, it does nothing. If Spivak wins, he can start trying to make a march up the heavyweight title. Uh, And then realistically, I think the second most important fight on this card is duo Troy Korean Superboy. We'll get into it. But if he loses this, I mean, this was a super promising prospect, uh, still incredibly talented, but he's lost three in a row. Um, which is tough, you know, it's really, really tough from that. Yep. Grant one of those fight of the year, great, great guy, and we'll see how that shakes out. But that's it. I mean, if you want to I guess Tybura Ivanov is for like a top 15-ish spot, but
2: <laughs> uh all right <laughs> like yeah, the, I the, mean... the
3: main the 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 opener Tatsu Taira is probably yeah, the best, was... like that's probably the best fight on the card and the most meaningful long term because yes, I don't think a Cer- serious serious Cer- is going to fight for a belt even if he beats Derek Lewis. So it's hundred
2: percent, hundred percent. You are essentially making my point. The stakes are are tough to find in this one. Coming off no of stakes. UFC two eighty three, where the stakes were just abundant in almost every single fight that we were going into. Uh, I mean, two title fights as well. Uh, just a quick recap. Of 283. And with
3: two eighty four, the biggest oh, stakes pff. literally in the entire possibility yes. of the sport. Yeah. There is nothing here. This is nothing. This it's- is watered down water. Compared to the main courses that we just had,
2: it's a fight card that in in five months we will likely be laughing about, being like, and you remember the the Korean card at the Apex?" It, it'll, that, I mean, that is essentially what it'll be. We'll look back on it fondly. Hopefully, we'll make some lo- money off of it.
3: I they would never do this. I would love it if the UFC just treated this like a like UFC Korea, just just hosting it in the Apex, but like just went forward. They didn't change the graphics and just did it all. It'd be phenomenal. Uh,
2: I mean, I did see someone post the uh, the YouTube teaser for this, uh, and it the voiceover still said November nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was you know? sick. Like they just <laughs> they're just mailing this one in. Uh, they know they UFC two eighty three. I got slaughtered, but Flyweight unders are three and zero on the year. So I mean, how could there's I possibly such a thing?
3: There's yeah, such a like, thing. Uh,
2: I really got murked on two eighty three. The main event going the distance was just like. Who that was all that was, coming that was like a nine unit swing for me like oh, as it was as oh, the rounds were going oh, on and i was terrible. realizing dude i'm on that watch party and as the rounds are going on and i'm doing the math in my head how important it is that this fight doesn't go to a decision because i really saw no world where it went to a decision a nice reminder that there are no locks there never will be any locks uh and like as it's going on i'm like Oh my God, if this goes to a decision, like this is really going to hurt me. And when I got home and did the math, I was like, wow, that really hurt me. Like we're talking like a nine is a big
3: swing. Dude, I would have exposure.
2: Oh, way too much, which is actually nice. It's nice for this to happen early on in the year, kind of buckle back down. Remember, like, let's not get too overexposed on things. Let's keep it tight. That's how we stay profitable. Uh, but yeah, I got home, did the math. Like I would have finished the night up like two units had they gotten a finish. Would have finished the night up like four units had it ended under the two and a half, which it looked like it was about to at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, last I ended up down like 6.9, uh, just got massacred. And it really all came down to that last fight.
3: Oh, that's unfortunate. I it uh hurt. It hurt. I had a good week. I finished up 2.76 units. Um, That's
2: nice. That's nice.
3: Just, I hit a couple of big money shots in there. I I lost way more bets than I won. Yeah. Uh, Like, by, because this is what we talked about before, and I ended up having like 14 or 15 bets down. I was like, this is dumb. There's no way I can make money with this. And, but then I hit a couple of big underdog shots. The the heavyweight overs, we're going to talk about them in this card, baby, but. Whew, I know that that one that one burned you, oh, but Almeida, Derokov so was <laughs>
2: plus how nervous. How nervous were you when he had him fully mounted for the final minute of the first? It was round? the
3: best, as the most alive I've ever felt. Because <laughs> I was just I, I was screaming at my television, "Cheat, cheat! Grab his gloves! Cheat! Do anything to just make it to the end of the round."
2: <laughs> I mean, Jonathan Almeida just toyed with him. Like he just toyed with him. He was like, you know what? We'll yeah. make it to the end of the first round just so I can reiterate how much I'm dominating this fight.
0: I saw yeah. someone,
2: someone came to me on Twitter and was just like, uh, I think Jailton got exposed tonight that he's really going to struggle with that weight differential. I was like, you have to be trolling, dude. Like, and he was like, no, no, 30 pounds made a big difference. I'm like, if that's what struggling is, this man is going to be a double champion.
3: Say, I'm not sure. Did Akamov even land a strike? I don't know if that One. happened. Did he land a singular strike? strike? I know yeah. Gilbert Burns threw a perfect game in in the feature, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that and then the Bonfim parlay. The Bonfim boys. Shout out to the Bonfims, man! Listen, they delivered. I've been
2: thinking about a little gimmick parlay this week, uh, so let's get into it. Let's get into Ooh, this card. I got a little love something.
3: gimmick parlay. I got a little something. Something.
2: I I low key like I kind of like it. I don't like it a lot. It's pretty big plus money. Pretty Ooh. big plus money. You
3: can you you know you can always sell me on a gimmick parlay. So
2: I think let, you're gonna let's, like this let's one in, too.
3: Let's hop into it.
2: Uh let's dive right in. We'll start with UFC Apex 68, then we'll work our way to Bellator 290, uh, and then we'll just let the river flow. all throughout uh a couple boxing bets at the end because I will be in attendance. Uh, for that one at the Hulu Theater this weekend. Shows Ooh, come to New York. that's fun. I go to shows. I'm actually very much looking forward to it. Uh, should Live be a boxing fun
3: events are just rule. They're the best.
2: I've really started liking boxing a lot more. Now, obviously, it's uh, I'm not sitting here watching the minus 20,000s go off on the undercard, but like the very high-level stuff, like the elite of the elite, really started enjoying that a lot more. Uh, I love boxing. I and it better be a fight. Better be a wild
3: Dude,
2: brilliant! Better, now we're gonna better, get him versus Biville.
3: Better be if his um Duke and him. boxing. Huh. I, I love high level boxing. I think you know my stance has always been high level boxing is better than high level MMA. Uh, you know anything below high level, give me MMA over boxing. Like you know club fighters, etc. I'm I'm I'd rather just watch even a Bellator prelim, but. High level boxing, there's not much better in sports than getting 12 rounds is just like so perfect. Three minute rounds, really, it's all just so good in a story and and technical sense. I love everything about high end boxing.
2: Uh, The hilarity of all this, I had this exact same conversation with New York Rick yesterday and uh, he said the exact same things you're saying right now. The storytelling that can be created over the course of a 12-round, three-minute-round fight uh, is fantastic. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to that at the end of the show. We got to dive in. We got to dive into UFC Korea Apex 68 Uh, when we start with the main event. Derek Lewis taking on Sergey Spivak. Right now, you can have Sergey Spivak as the minus 225 favorite Derek Lewis coming back at plus 190. The over-under is set at 1.5, under minus 125, over minus minus one oh five uh what do we do here man because the way Derek lewis has been fighting lately you mentioned it i cannot really trust him to put my money on him despite him being a big underdog and then on the flip side sergey spivak he has looked good of late but there's just still something i just have a hard time putting my money against Derek lewis at a minus 225 price tag just in case just in case if he gets
3: caught i think that that is that's wise caution, my friend, is what I would say. I have one bet, and it's it's no surprises here. This is a heavyweight fight. I'm going to live <laughs> yes. my dreams. Yes. I'm taking the heavyweight over. I did get it at plus money. It was plus 100 yesterday when I locked yeah. it in, so I at least got it at, at an even kick. If That number's dropped a little bit. It might fluctuate back. It's still playing in the same area. It's minus 105 right now. Uh, but I'm with you. My... Lewis may just be fully shot. It's really hard for me to say that, though, like with confidence, just because Sergey Spivak is a very different fighter than the guys Derek Lewis has lost to in this stretch, you know? Zero gone is zero gone. About to fight for the disputed heavyweight title of the world, tied to Ivasa is is about as different of a fighter as you can get from Sergey Spivak. And then Sergey Pavlovich might be the greatest fighter we've ever seen. Uh, I mean, if,
2: at, at this point, it, the, it the, jury, is the yeah. jury is out. The jury is out.
3: He just melts everyone this moment he touches them. So it's I, I, that's not going to happen with Sergey. I a big part of me really wants to take an underdog shot on Derek Lewis here, as I know statistically Lewis gives up a lot of takedowns. He has – Derek Lewis has my favorite jujitsu in all of MMA um, because it's not really jujitsu by like general standards of it. He's just like – he just says no a lot. (laughs) Like he he did it to Daniel Cormier. He did it to a bunch of people. They'll take him down and he'll just be like, I'm good and stand up in the most (laughs) absurd ways possible. And it makes you question like, oh. I don't really know. Is Jiu-Jitsu real? Because sometimes Derek Lewis just says it isn't. And then he's back to his feet. And I think he can for sure pull that off against Spivak. And then it's a question of whether he can pull the trigger and land the big punch. I mean, Sergey Spivak is... He is not... He's not the best fighter in the world, right? And I guess its it really just sort of boils down to that. This man has been knocked out before. Maybe not in the exact same ways that Derek Lewis tends to knock people out, but... I am really tempted to take an underdog bet on, on Lewis. It's just really hard to have any confidence in him. Exactly. Given, I, given mean, what, I mean, well, what
2: you just said about Spivak, like he has been knocked out. It might not be in the same ways, but that means he's got the off button and and his lights can go out. And Derek Lewis, if anybody's going to put your lights out, Derek he Lewis is- You can turn is, lights uh, out. He's near the top of the list of people that can turn lights out, but I'm with you. I like. I just have too hard of a time trusting him to get it done at this point in his career. I actually don't- I don't hate the the overshot like it's a it's an over one and a half. I think I've it seen. has a
3: real shot to to hit. Like I, I mean, we've this seen is not Spivak. a full gimmick. I think this really can hit.
2: I mean, dude, I'm looking at his record right now. Like
3: six of only, Spivak's previous ten, he's hit yeah. over one and a half. I mean, Lewis if you're just looking at the UFC,
2: it. like I think it's only three of his UFC fights have gone under the one and a half.
3: Mm-hmm. And like so, in my head, I, I envision that unless Derek Lewis just kind of pulls off the uh, the Curtis Blades, catch him coming in real real early, which could happen, but I, I don't think that's the most likely. I think Spivak is going to have some success early. I think he's going to be able to get a takedown or two. The question is, will Derek Lewis just stand up? And if he does, will, that, will Spivak get tired? Will he get afraid? How it will go? I think this does have a chance to make it in. And I will tell you, another bet that I'm— I don't want to say looking at, but uh, tickles my fancy, and I may throw a couple nice bucks down. It. Yeah, just just throw a couple bucks down just for the fun of it. Third round slash late fight, Derek Lewis. I know who's the third round Jordane? Is that the oh, yeah? That, Shout is, out to yeah. Charles Jordane. Charles Jordane is is not really third round. Yo Romero is the true, the one, the only third Always round fighter. Be. However. There was a stretch there where Derek Lewis was popping off some pretty good efforts in the third round to fight to to pull it out. I mean, he didn't knock out Francis Ngannou, but he very likely won that fight with his third round, just kind of throwing some efforts out there. Knocked out Marcin Tibera in the third round. Uh, knocked out somebody else in the third round. I'm pulling a blank on right now. Um, uh,
2: Victor Pesta.
3: Victor Pesta, like it's there. So maybe it's just a gimmick. I might throw out a a. Derek Lewis in round three, uh, which is currently paying out at plus 1600. Um, but I don't, that's not a confident bet or anything. That's just taking a shot in the dark.
2: He does weirdly have uh two fourth round finishes in his numerous, uh, you know, main eventing five round fight career.
3: Man, uh, once maybe he won, maybe once I he tie lost. him in. Maybe I do a round three and four. Can we briefly talk about how sad I was? I had Brandon Moreno to win in round four, and I was a second, a second Mm. away from that. That is
2: brutal. That that is a.
3: And I genuinely considered beforehand taking the because you can do round one and two, round three and four, round five and decision Mm. bets. I briefly considered that, but like the it basically have the odds, and I was like, no, I'm just going to shoot from the hip at this round four. Oh, oh what incredible. a dagger.
2: Would have been incredible. Uh, what I did with this fight, kept it simple. Parlay piece. Fight doesn't go to a decision. Maybe speed back. Wow, you're
3: going, you're going back to the well.
2: Going right
3: back Main to the well. Main event, fight doesn't go to the decision. The only way to shake it off is the to new, just go right back. Is this going to be the new sub prop bet for you? Just <laughs> repeatedly breaking your heart? If this is if this goes to a
2: decision yeah i'm gonna have to have some serious pause moving forward because i mean <laughs> Derek lewis just he ain't here for 25 minute fights He's said it on the mic before yes he's had many 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 main events in the ufc never gone the full 25 minutes 21 of his 25 ufc fights have not gone to a decision uh i mean i think either he's either starching them or Spivak's wearing on him to where eventually Derek Luce is just going to quit. That, that's, th- so that's, a, that's something to keep an eye on. If this thing goes to a decision, we might be in real trouble here.
3: It would be, I don't want it to happen because I don't want bad things to happen to my friends. It would be objectively funny though. I just I have to throw yeah. it out there. The yeah, content three, would be 3.45
2: a.m. and and Derek Lewis <laughs> and Sergei Spinovac are going the full 25. I forget 25. that it's
3: going to be that deep. It's going to be so late when this is happening.
2: Too. Yeah, there's a real, there's a very real chance with me going to these boxing matches, I pass out on my couch.
3: If this fight goes to a decision, there's a, a thousand percent chance I will fall asleep watching it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean is, is, uh, this is... This is i i if you had to line me being able to stay up for every single one of these fights, it's it's like minus four hundred now. I think there's a, there's a real chance I'm taking a nap during this uh and if at any point, if at any point I make the move from the couch to the bed because like no one's gonna stay up and watch these with me. uh, everyone in my house is gonna be passed out. Yeah. um yeah there's there's a very real chance that I'm just out for the count. I wake up, check to see if I had a winning week. People are talking about some bangers. I go back and review. I'm going to just be honest with everyone, you know, got to, you know, I'm training for this half marathon, got to do my long runs on Sundays.
3: Oh, you're, so I'm, I'm, I'm running a marathon in April. Full Uh, marathon,
2: full marathon. Oh God.
3: I'm doing a half at the end of February. uh, That just sort of, that was not part of the plan, but there's one in Atlanta um and my sister's flying in to to run it and i was like oh i guess it actually lines up with my schedule i too am a sunday sunday's my big run day so
2: hate it i hate it how's the training going please tell me as a I, I am a marathon finisher
3: and i know will... this is so this would be my second marathon oh god um, my my first More one power that's, to a, you. that's a story well i wanted to run another one because my first one it was pre-covid so it's been a long time about as bad as a marathon can go, I think. Um, Actually, tra- same for me. My training went really well. I felt great. And uh, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. I ended up losing every <laughs> one of my toenails uh, after that. And so
2: that... I don't know why you're doing it again, dude. I really don't know why. As soon as I crossed the finish line, I was like, I'm done.
3: I I really enjoyed the... I didn't think I would. I enjoyed the training and I... I, I, my marathon was really, really bad. My time was terrible because my feet like just died for the, for whatever reason. So now I'm, I want to do it better. And uh, it's been several years, so I forgot how bad the three months after it was. So we're, yeah, we're yeah, my knee, run.
2: uh, my knee just like completely blew out, uh, about a month beforehand. I started oof, like, I went on a 20 miler for training and I started feeling it and then at like mile eight, just Total blowout. Had to finish the last 18 on on one leg. Terrible. We'll never do it again. 13 miles is a is a nice is a nice medium grade for me. 13 miles uh, is actually
3: like a totally good run. Like I've in I enjoy halves now. So.
2: Yeah, I can actually target a time, not just to finish. Good times.
0: The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
1: and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: Let's keep it rolling, though. Chances Fun little me detour,
3: so we cannot talk about this fight card.
2: Yeah, long run on Sunday. Don't know if I'm going to make it through all these fights. Either way, let's move to the co-main event of the evening. It is a light heavyweight bout. We've got Da On Jung taking on Devin Clark. Right now, you can have Da On Jung for minus... 240, Devin Clark coming back at plus 200, over-under set at two and a half, under minus 155, over plus 125. Uh, I kind of like Don Jung, just period, as a fighter, uh, though he wrecked me because uh, I bet Kennedy and Zichekwu against them. But then I did fight. I did bet Dustin Jacoby uh, last year at UFC Long Island. I went back and watched that. Man, I was going crazy in the crowd. I was at that one. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, that was a pretty premature stoppage, in in a my opinion. Early. A it, early. it felt like Don Junk still had his had his wits about him. Uh, and I saw someone on Twitter like talking about it being like a devastating KO. I was like, I don't know. He kind of popped right back up and was immediately complaining to the ref. Anyway, big power. Eleven of his fifteen wins are by knockout. I went back and watched some tape on Devin Clark. I mean, he got melted in the second and third round against Azamat Mirzakhanov. He just doesn't really have like that great of hands. Like if uh, going back and watching the Kudalaba fight, Kudalaba kind of did what he wanted to in that one, and that's not really saying that much. Did some, uh, did some deep breakdown on the numbers here. Devin Clark likes to get takedowns. Seven UFC wins, seven UFC losses. <laughs> and his seven UFC wins, 20 takedowns. In his seven UFC losses... Four takedowns.
3: I I think he's like a Juco national champion. So yes, he, he does like to wrestle. Certainly
2: in those seven losses where he's only gotten four combined takedowns. He has never had more significant strikes than his opponent. Don Jung, 88% takedown defense. Also the bigger fighter in this situation, four inches taller I think he's going to stay standing. I think he's going to be able to stuff those takedowns. He's also got a three-inch reach advantage. I think he's just going to piece him up on the feet. He is no doubt the better fighter when it stays on the feet. I think he's got big power. I think we're going to see something somewhat similar to that Azamad Merzikana fight. Uh, and I did take Don Jung. Didn't take the money line. Took him by KOTKO TKO, plus 140. Okay. Just threw a half unit on it. Uh, I think he gets him out of there. I think he gets it done.
3: Don't hate to bet. I'm, a, I'm on the money line for a parlay piece. Uh, full disclosure, I just have some floating parlay pieces. I don't entirely know what I'm going to do with them. Um, I'm going to figure them out, uh, how, how I want to do it. But I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, now's the time to have this, this conversation. Cause I, I meant to bring it up at the top, but I learned a lesson at UFC 283. And it's a lesson that I've, I've learned many times in this sport. And I, I came into 2024. Three thinking this like that this wants to be a focal piece of my gambling moving forward and it's just this just take the better athlete Who who's the better athlete pick them because if you look at the main card of of UFC 283 Jamal Hill is a much better athlete than the almost senior citizen Glover Teixeira Uh, Brandon Moreno and Davison Figueredo are probably pretty close athletically, though I, I would give the advantage to Moreno now that Figgy is getting a little older. Coincidentally, that was the closest of the main card fights. The ones where the athleticism was comparable. Gilbert Burns, Jessica Andrade, and Johnny Walker are all light years above Neil Magny, Lauren Murphy, and Paul Craig in terms of athleticism. And they ran over their opposition uh, as to be expected. And it's just one of those things. Sometimes I forget. I was like, ah, I know Gilbert Burns is a better athlete than Neil Magney, but like Neil Magney's scrappy. You know, he likes to get a he's a good good fighter. I wouldn't do it. And instantaneously that bet, I was like, oh, I just lit money on fire. Because <laughs> Neil Magney, Jessica Andrade is playing a different sport than Lauren Murphy is. In- there were
2: people out there that that tried to clown me for for that or say that Lauren Murphy was going to win the fight. I, I had someone telling me to that someone I would, who
3: bet on her saying that, you know, I don't think she's going to win, but these odds are wrong. I was wrong. The odds were wrong. It should have been minus 12,000.
2: Yes, like Jessica Andrade. I had the under in that fight. That was tough to not cash. Uh yeah, but I mean that, tough hang. that was just a beat down pillar to post. Yeah. From the and second it started to the second it ended. In that third round like not even having the under, I was just like they should call this, dude. I am not enjoying watching this. Like this woman oh, is no, just yeah. losing brain cells by the second.
3: I had I had over two and a half that cashed, and I oh, literally I was like, "This is." I, I I told Mike Heck on the after show. I think is like, I feel this feels dirty. Like I don't want this money because that fight shouldn't have continued. But my point, just being like, if you looked up and down two eighty three. The Winners were almost entirely just who's the better athlete, and Devin Clark isn't a terrible athlete. But I think uh, Don Jung is actually like a sneaky, very good one the way he moves, the fluidity. Uh, and we've you know, they have a common opponent. And I know that uh, Devin Clark did finish William Knight, but when we talk about that, wrestling Devin Clark likes to wrestle. He was much less successful wrestling William Knight than Don Jung is. I, I think Don Jung's going to win. I don't know if he gets the stoppage, though I can totally see where you're coming from. But I just like the dude. I think he's a damn good fighter, and I'm going to take him at minus 240, um, put him in a parlay somewhere with somebody. We'll, yeah, we'll I'm see what man. that's going to be.
2: I, uh, I kind of just like Don Jung as well. Uh, the Sam Alvey draw is kind of sketch. You know, trying not to think about that. Uh, you know, Sort of plug the nose as you as you go through his... His resume, but uh, yeah, Don Jung. We're both on him. We'll see what happens. Boom. Hopefully he gets it done. Moving on to a heavyweight bout. Marcin Tybura taking on Blagoj Ivanov. Right now you can have Tybura. For the beautiful price of minus one thirty-five, Lukoy Ivanov at plus one fifteen. A lot, a lot of money coming in on Ivanov. Uh, I feel like uh, Marcin tabura has has come down quite a bit. Yeah, on DraftKings, he opened at minus one ninety-five, all the way down to minus one thirty-five. Now, the people, the money seem to like Ivanov this week. But more importantly, for your sake, the over/under is set at two and a half over minus two hundred five. The magic ticket, baby. Plus one sixty five. So I'm joining you, but I'm not just doing the over. I am doing.
3: Yeah, goes to the, the decision. Fight goes to
2: a decision. Way to uh, go. I parlayed this with another fight that I will get to later on. Uh, I mean, dude, if you're ever gonna do a heavyweight over, it feels like this is the one to do. No, like Blagoy I've been finished one time in his career. Gone nine to decision years ago, in
3: all six of his UFC fights. Every
2: UFC fight, seven straight gone to a decision. Then Tybura, five of his last seven, all gone to a decision. Feels like these are the two to do it. Uh, yeah, Tybura, he's been knocked out four times. He's still durable, in my opinion. And good news is, Bukoy even off, uh has one KO in yeah. the last five a, six years. Yeah,
3: he's not not a big knockout puncher. So yeah, I, I have mean, nothing. You, on, you know, in terms of he, the size. You, so you know where I'm at. Uh, I'm on yeah. the over. I'm not going thing. I'm just taking the over to stick with it and for another reason because I do have a side uh, I don't feel wildly confident uh, but we just talked about how this fight is almost certainly going to decision or at least feels that way uh, Marcin Taburo minus 130 or 135 you said get him by decision at plus 150 uh, and given his a track nice record the and odds. the fact that Ivanov doesn't like he's been finished once i that just feels like that gap between his his straight odds and his prop odds are too big. so uh I took Tibera by decision at plus one fifty uh and that's it just doesn't seem right, but then I don't want to have Tibero by decision and fight goes to the decision. I don't those are that's too overlapping. so give me just took the over with it minus two thirty and uh. Yeah, I I don't know. I think this fight's probably going to be like some somewhat like Augusto Sakai versus Blago Ivanov. You know, just I think I think Teber just outworks him, but it's going to be ugly. This fight is not going to be pretty to watch, man.
2: No, no, this is this is the fight where I will definitely have dozed off and uh, <laughs> you know made it back to my chambers and wake up and realize that I didn't need to watch it in the first place because everyone's like, oh, that was a decent decision. Uh, all right, so we are both have it going long. You have Tibera by decision. Next up, it is a featherweight bout. The return of Doohu Choi going up against Kyle Nelson. Right now, you can get Choi for the price of minus 180. Kyle Nelson coming back at plus 155. The over-under is set at 25 Best Fight Out doesn't have the the lineup on that. So, uh, you know, as I type in Sportsbook
3: DraftKings, you know, just head over to this guy. I don't actually have that in front of me. So The UFC,
2: the total rounds, and then do who Choi. (laughs) Over-under is set at 2.5, under minus 1, Eddie, over plus 145. Don't have a side here. Actually, if you'll notice as we go through these picks, I don't have a side in... Almost all of these fights, I think I only took one, and it's a parlay piece uh, okay. in terms of a side. I played the under two and a half at minus 150. Choi, like I think he's going to win, but he's just coming back from this long layoff, so I can't fully trust him at the at the price tag. But uh, I mean, 10 of his last 11 have gone under the two and a half. Nelson, six of his last eight under the two and a half. Plus, Nelson, three of his last four losses, he got finished in. Choi, his last two losses, he got finished like – Feel like the finishing potential from both is high, and being finished is also
3: high. I'm in a similar spot with you, uh, though I I took your the same logic I think that you're applying here, but I picked a side. Uh, I've taken Duho Troy by uh, by KOTKO at plus one twenty. I do think we'd likely get a finish here, and this could be entirely transparent. This could just be me still holding on to my priors, you know. Believing that man, this kid coming off the Tiago Tavares performances, like, hey, this guy's one of the best prospects in the sport. Takes a bunch of time off, you know, had to do his service, etc. But incredibly fun to watch. Last five fights, five performance bonuses, three fights of the night, uh, and two performance of the nights. Like this dude is is hell on wheels. And as Kyle Nelson's a fun fighter, good fighter, but. I think that Duhu Choi is better, and I think that we are likely going to finish. So give me the plus money on Choi by stoppage.
2: I like that. I like that, Duhu Choi, Don Jung. We might be working with something here. Uh, let's keep it rolling. The final card final fight on the Korean main card.
3: super parlay. Is that where we're gonna
2: uh, go? And then uh, that's a nice little tease as we move on uh, to the next one. It is the final card on final fight on the main card. I just did that twice, said the final card. Uh, but it is the final fight on the main card. It's a welterweight bout. Yusaku Kinoshita going up against Adam Fujit right now. You can have Kinoshita for the lovely price of minus 320. Fuji coming back at plus two sixty five. The over under is set at two and a half under minus one twenty, over plus one hundred. Though I feel like that is uh that is no longer accurate. I'm just gonna go to DraftKings Sportsbook under minus one forty, over plus one ten. Uh, and I again, I did play the under. um, I think it was Dan Best Fight Picks on Twitter. Shout out to him. Great follow on Twitter. He pointed out just playing some highlights that uh. Yusaku Kinoshita is like the Japanese Conor, patient southpaw, big left-hand, ultra-violent. Uh, and when I went back and watched tape, then I kind of went at it from that perspective. I kind of saw it. I kind of saw it. I mean, he's a, he's a firecracker of a fighter. Um, so I did find my way to the under on this one. Took the under two and a half at minus 130. I mean, if you just look back at Kinoshita record, I mean, first of all, he is undefeated his one loss came by way of disqualification for stomping dude's the cage. face out. Have you have you watched it? He's the, like the fact that they accredit that to grabbing the cage when the he stomped best. dude's it's face out. Like, it is like oh my gosh, it is the it is a very very violent finish. Uh, but yes, he was grabbing the fence because he needed to get sturdy to put dude's face through the canvas getting, with his getting, foot.
3: Getting leverage. It's it's the John Jones Elbow yeah, literally <laughs> the like exact same finish only instead of downward elbows, it's stomping a man's face. Yes.
2: It, I actually just watched that John Jones one back recently and like, bro, he is wailing on dude forever before it finally gets called with the, with the 12 to six elbows. Saying, like,
3: well, yeah, that's right. He wasn't finishing him until he went to the illegal maneuver. Yeah, there
2: it is. There it is. I like that. I like that. Uh And I mean, like Fuji looked all right against Morales. Like I really wasn't that impressed uh last time out i think it was a ufc 277 i kind of just feel like this fight holds the same fate for him and he ends up getting finished in this one uh but if he if he ends up winning like if you just look at, back at the guy's records obviously uh Kinishita's, he's never gone to a decision i mean seven pro fights five am he's all under the two and a half uh fujit seven straight fights under the two and a half like Kind of surprised to see the line where it is on the other two and a half. Maybe Vegas knows something that I don't, but I feel like these guys are gonna come in here and throw and, and someone's gonna get dropped. But I I really do think that Kinoshita is gonna come in here and, and make a statement and, and get it done. Uh I parlayed him up with the main event doesn't go to a decision. Nice little weird parlay there for you on the main card. Uh but yeah, that's what I'm at. I'm at the under and I'm at Kidoshina.
3: Yeah, I'm uh I'm on Kinoshita, just just as a parlay piece. Uh, probably should or could take, uh, you know, an inside the distance of finish prop because everything you're saying, but everything you're saying is why I'm on it. It's uh, just a good prospect, dude. Dude is dude looks like he's a real real deal. Uh, Twenty two, just a just a baby, um, but yeah, looks like he's a real deal. And uh, Adam Fuggett is uh, the kind of guy you put in there to give him a, a good workout and. I think that that's what we're going to get here. So, Kinoshita is one of my open parlay pieces. Figure out how to tie them all together, uh, and and go from there.
2: Love it. Lockstep in the final fight on the main card. Let's move to the prelims. So we're only we going to get of into agreement. A few of these.
3: I think on this fight card in general so far. So yeah, okay.
2: I like it. I like it. So we're only going to get into a few of these prelims. We've got a lot to get into. So we're only getting into four of them. Obviously, we still have Bellator and some boxing to get into. Uh, but let's go through those four right now. If we don't mention the fight, if you don't hear it, that means we have no action on it. So if you want to hear us say, "Oh yeah, it should be a decent fight," can't feel confident either way. I don't have any action on it.
3: Period. I, uh, won't, even, I won't even say that because on the most of these fights, I didn't like these. Some of this undercard stuff, I didn't even pretend to put in the work. It's like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look into this. I don't,
2: I don't blame you. I don't blame you, man. Uh, but let's kick it off. First prelim that I do have some action on: Rinya Nakamura going against Toshimi Kamas. Let me try that one more time. Toshimi Kazama, there it is. It's all about the inflection, you know? Uh, hopefully I am getting that right. I mean, some of these names are tricky, having never heard of them before. I am on the under two and a half in this one. rinya is a huge favorite and probably rightfully so. Uh, I mean, he's a six and 0 prospect. Uh, dude has incredible wrestling chops. U23, wrestling world champion back in 2017, silver mes- medalist at the Japanese nationals. Um, like, he's an absolute beast, he's also got crazy knockout power watching back some of his tape uh and if kazama can't get takedowns which i'm not really inclined to believe that he's going to he went two for 13 on takedowns in his first road to the ufc fight and so far uh nakamura has stuffed all four takedowns i I just don't see a way where he really ends up winning this fight and i think it probably stays standing and nakamura just starches him between their 18 combined professional fights 15 of them have gone under the two and a half uh and i just I just feel Nakamura puts his lights out. I, I'm I haven't done it yet, but I'm kind of looking for a way to parlay Nakamura up. I uh, feel like he gets this done, and, and he gets it done pretty early.
3: So what I'm I'm also on Nakamura again for all the reasons you said. Uh, his dude is about as good as you can hope for for somebody coming into this sport, given his credentials and then what he's shown uh, in his relatively you know brief career at this point. Um, and look. Uh, Kazama is not, he he's not nothing, right? Like, he, he has a good record, he's got some, some, I'll call them okay wins. Like, he hasn't just been beating cans, is, is the point. Um, but I'm saying, but Rinya Nakamura, this dude could be trying to make Olympic teams and instead is competing in MMA and looks like you would expect thus far, uh, against better composite competition, uh, frankly. So I'm on him and I think what I'm going to do kind of, you know, me, you know, I love a gimmick. I'm looking for ways to parlay these up and you know what? I've got two heavy favorites, two Japanese heavy favorites. I think I'm just going to parlay them up. I think I'm just going to take Kinoshita, take Nakamura. Bob's your uncle, the Japanese parlay pays out minus 160. It's let's, it let's call it a wrap right there.
2: Uh, are you going to find a way to add Tatsuro Tyra into that?
3: We're going to talk about Tatsuro Tyra later. Uh, those are long, long odds. Good heavy sir.
2: price tag. Does it also, you know, phase you at all that Nakamura is facing a fellow Japanese fighter in Kazama?
3: So it would if I was just making the Japanese parlay, if that was the premise of the gimmick. But I really just already individually wanted to bet both of these people and their are Japanese, no, okay. so right. so I'm thinking that, that that mitigates the problem there.
2: I don't think that's a bad uh, a bad look there at all. I mean, I I feel like I think Nakamura might be the biggest favorite on this card. I, I feel like he likes to get no uh, gets his, no, he's not. Oh yeah, Tatsuro Taira, <laughs> I forgot. I like got minus. We just minus talked 200. about the
3: biggest favorite on yep. the card. However, uh, I do think like they are th- the three biggest favorites on the card might be. A, the three Japanese fighters? Oh, yeah. Well, the three of four, because Kazama is also, but I think that actually is, yeah, the, the Japanese fighters getting a heavy price tag this yeah. weekend.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't mind that one bit. All right, let's keep it rolling. Two, not just the men's flyweight bout, but the men's road to the UFC flyweight championship. What, what bout was that? That's what? a uh, flyweight bout. Home is that 125 on the... pounds? Undefeated three and zero prop the flyweight unders is what they know. Undefeated sounds
3: good. Undefeated. This week they're giving us big
2: plus money. I took the under two and a half at uh at at plus one ninety. By the way, just to get it out of the way, it is Hyun Sung Park versus Sunguk Choi six and one seven and zero. And why not? I mean, I say, I say, why not? You, you probably out there listening, you're like, these flyweight unders aren't gonna last forever. Uh, Sungook Choi, if you go back and look at his record, I mean, amateur career, if you go back to that, 11 of his last 13 have gone to a decision. I don't care, man, because there's magic in the air. Hyung Chung Park is minus 200, and his first two road to the UFC fights ended in the first round. And actually, if you look at it, he's had six straight fights. Go on to the two and a half. He's also the favorite. He's got finishing capabilities. And I'm just gonna say he just keeps it right on rolling here, gets himself a UFC contract and cashes another flyweight under.
3: I mean, what at this point, they they sell themselves. Like we don't have to, we don't have to sell this. You don't gotta put a ton
2: on it. It's plus one ninety, throw a half unit and enjoy yourself.
3: Exactly. And we know what's gonna happen. I will say the only other thing I will note here, listeners know me. I looking at the card. I wanted, I wanted the gimmick. I wanted the Troy parlay. I wanted it. I can't do it uh, because uh, Sung Sungjoong Troy. I I don't think he's going to win, and I think that he is the he is less what we want to happen. Right, the flyweight under magic seems more likely to happen with our boy Hyun Sung Park, and so can't can't put Troy in a Troy parlay. I'm just I'm just going the under on this fight, no other bet.
2: All right. I love it. Uh, I mean, it's easy, it's easy. easy. The work is done for us. That's my favorite part. Uh, I, next up,
3: we talked about this car being bad. I will say it gave me four bets that I had to think zero about before laying them blind. And what's better than that? Which I appreciated. It made and make research better than that? easy.
2: Cannot complain about that one bit. And we go from a men's flyweight bout to a woman's flyweight bout. It is Ji Kim g Young Kim, Hive stand up, the mob, the mafia. We were all there when she was robbed by Priscilla Quechuaura. We all saw it with our own two eyes. The worst robbery in the history of not just the UFC, but the sport of MMA. We were all there. She takes on Mandy Bomb. Right now, you can have the four-fight losing streak owner, g Young Kim at minus 260 versus the 0-2 in the UFC, Mandy Bomb plus 220 i am not on a side here i am on the fight goes to a decision parlayed that up with our beautiful heavyweights marcin Tibera and blagoy Ivanov 325
3: how did i not even look at that
2: i mean mandy bomb on it minus 325 fight goes to a decision mandy bomb untrustable in my in my opinion g on kim lover part of the g on kim mafia but four straight losses tough to trust her if she comes out and does what she does, if she's just that high-volume striker that we know her to be that she was when she was brutal, brutally robbed against Priscilla Cachoeira, she'll win this fight easily, no doubt about it. What I do know, what I do know for a fact that I don't even have to ask questions about, these women have had 11 UFC fights between the two, and 10 of them have gone to a decision. I don't expect to that's finish a here. I think, it goes, I think it goes the full 15.
3: Oh, uh, that's a good parlay piece. She said it's 350?
2: I I took minus three twenty five.
3: No, minus three twenty five. I mean, that's. I'm gonna have to find a way to uh, work that in for whatever reason. I didn't even like consider. I guess I just had a brain fart. Didn't even look at overs in this fight. Um, but yeah, probably gonna find a way to work in the over two and a half or that the whatever to to some sort of a parlay. I don't have a bet. I briefly flirted with the idea of Mandy bomb. Uh not because I think Mandy Bomb's good or because but I'm just not sure uh that Gian Kim should ever be a minus, you know, two and change favorite over any. Yeah, I'm with you. It just seems that price. I mean, this is, is like if uh, this is
2: like a minus one forty, I'm blasting Gian Kim to the moon. And that's probably why the books made
3: her minus two sixty. Yeah. yeah. Minus two sixty is just a it just isn't a price that I feel is is acceptable. And so I considered it.
2: Uh we going to go back. Go ahead,
3: go ahead. Oh, I say then I went back and I I went back to the number 1 tenant that's my betting my betting guiding light of this year of who's more athletic and it ain't Mandy Bomb. Is <laughs> oh, I'm saying that one is is not athletic enough for me to feel that I can take an underdog bet on her. So, I had nothing uh, okay. But now I'm going to take this, this, uh, this, this goes per, to decision. This is
2: perfect that you say that. This is perfect that you say that because you tee me up for another fight that I want to get into that, that brings us to uh, the most imperative part of this entire podcast, the middleweight bout. I love
3: what you're about to say. I know, I already on. know what you're about to say. <laughs> I couldn't be more excited about it.
2: Very early on in these prelims, uh, it's a middleweight bout between Junyoung Young Park and Dennis to Lulin, one of the just toughest names in the UFC. I mean, T-I-U-L-I-U-L-I-N. That is him. Right now, you can have Junyoung Park for minus 200. To so coming back at plus 170. So what I want to propose to you, if you're looking at this, UFC Korea Apex 68, a Lot of Korean fighters fighting this weekend. There's there's seven of them, but one of the fights is Korea versus Korea. This was supposed to be in South mm-hmm. Korea. In Seoul would have been fantastic. So what we have is is five individual Korean fighters, you know, fighting against different people. They're they're taking on the world, the Russia's, uh Korea, the Korea versus the world. Korea versus the world, Canada, America. Uh, I mean, they're literally going against just about everyone. You know, we're 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 touching all the corners of the globe. So, what I want to do is throw out this to you. The five Korean fighters are this Junyoung Park, the Iron Turtle, Ji Kim, love Ji Kim. I had to find a way to play her. Jung Young Lee, Doo Choi, Da On Jung, all favorites, all minus 180 or bigger. Parlay all five of them up, pays out plus 540.
3: Only plus 540? Wow. Honestly, I thought the number would be bigger. So, I don't hate it. I'm not going to join you. Wow. I'm not going to join you. Now, with that, that, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were just going to say, let's take the Don Jung and let's parlay him up with Jun Young Park. (laughs) Because I'm with you in the logic of, uh, Dennis Tallulah is a negative athlete. Like as far as the, the turtle is not the world's most jump off the page athlete, you know, the, the iron turtle, uh, Young Park, but Dennis Tallulah is the slowest man I've seen since Sam Alvey fighting in there. He just ain't got it. And so I don't mind at all laying a little bit of wood there with, with the iron turtle and Don Jung as a. Korean favorite parlay, I frankly didn't realize that there were that many big, that that there were that many favorites. Cause in my head, I'm just not really even considering the road to the UFC fights. And that's where I, that's where I have pause because I have to say only,
2: only one of them is road to the UFC. I
3: know, but I have literally never seen Jong Yong Lee fight. I, I don't want to place a bet on somebody that I know absolutely nothing about.
2: To me, this is just trusting in the Korean spirit at this point. I mean, so you're looking to do the Daan Jung Jung Young Park parlay,
3: and that pays out plus one twelve. It rolls right. I mean, off that the rolls tongue. right off
2: the tongue. Don Jung, Jung Jung Young Park parlay. I mean, yeah. that is that sounds great. I mean, you're talking about the D U J J Y P P.
3: <laughs> it's 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 a great play. I think that's where I'm going to parlay up Don Jung with the Jung Young Park. The that pays you. plus one twelve. Plus one twelve uh so you know i've got a korean parlay i've got a japanese parlay i don't have a five-leg parlay which i feel great about uh because you know i don't want to have a five-leg parlay that's just it's too much
2: i'm going with the skp the super korean parlay
3: super korean parlay actually or should we go korean super parlay ksp uh korean super parlay because it's like korean Superboy.
2: yeah korean super parlay yeah Uh, I will be going with that, putting a small sprinkle. I'll probably put a quarter unit on that. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Put a quarter unit on that. Uh, That is what I will be going with. Um, It's beautiful. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to get Korean barbecue for dinner on on Saturday night to make sure that I'm aligned with everything in my body. Everything's ready to go for the Korean super parlay. Uh, I'm excited for it at this point. I mean, honestly, I was leaning all of them anyway, except for... Jung Young Lee, uh, just because like you, uh, I really did not do much tape and he is fighting a 21 and three fighter. Uh, But I fell in love more when I realized that like they're just covering the globe. Like they're fighting a Russian. Uh, Jung Young Park is fighting a Russian. Ji Young Kim is fighting a German. Uh, Jung Young Lee is fighting a man from China. Uh, Do Ho Choi is fighting a Canadian. Don Jung is fighting an American like it's it's perfect
3: i mean well like i said i'm already on do who troy so i'm with you on that one i i think Jeon kim probably does beat mandy bomb though i wouldn't trust her or mandy bomb ever i i if you're gonna lose one i think you're gonna lose the jong Young lee fight uh because but again based on zero tape haven't watched either man but Yi, on paper Looks pretty decent, you know, whatever he's 21 and three, uh, solid ish records on his opposition. Young dude looks good getting off the bus. You know, that, that seems like the risky proposition in your parlay, but I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm hoping that hits the Korean super parlay.
2: And listen, we all remember his road to the UFC fight uh, at road to UFC five against, uh, Koyomi Matsushima. I mean, split decision. Razor close. I actually thought, you know, looking back on it, Matsushima should have should have taken it on the scorecards. There cards. was a case. There was a case to be made, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm riding it. I'm riding it. You can't talk lo- me out of it I now. love I'm the placing energy. It, placing it as soon as I get off here, you know, a quick 15 spot, uh, and I'll just wake up to that one. Leads us to our final fight to talk about on this UFC card, and that is Tell me another men's flyweight bout this time what it's, was that? Tatsuro. it's a men's flyweight bout
3: 125 and under and it is. under
2: tatsuro tyra taking on jesus aguilera uh right now you can have tatsuro Tyra for the short playable price of minus 1150 so jesus incredible. santos Aguilar coming back at plus 750 so Here's what I did. For some reason, one of the books that I was playing it that that dropped uh, the props earlier did not have the under available. They just had the fight goes to a decision available. So that's what I played. Played it at minus 170. I understand the word under is not in there, but I just played fight goes to a decision. Listen then, you want me to just do the math for you you right here?
3: Fight doesn't go to a decision. Yeah, fight does not go to a
2: decision. Just Uh, Just
3: clarifying for the listeners there.
2: Like, do you want me to just do the math? Tara is a minus 1,150 favorite. Nine of his 12 wins are by finish. None of those finishes reach the third round. You cannot justify a price tag of minus 1,150 if you do not get a finish. Like, let's just be plain and simple.
3: Nope. I'm not sure you can justify this price tag at all, but... For sure.
2: A first round finish, in my opinion, justifies it. Like an easy first round finish. Yeah, maybe.
3: I mean, an come easy on, like one, I, yes. I mean, if he, he looks like Jalen Almeida, then yeah. But
2: yes. Uh yeah, I mean, honestly, though, like is like he's pretty young. Like, I mean, there's like a world where like this is not even close to being justified. But <laughs> what I will be doing is playing the fight does not go to a decision.
3: Uh, I think that's I'm I'm with you because I'm on the under one and a half. I don't need to go into why plus one fifteen, easiest bet I made. All all well, not the easiest. I mean, I had a, had several very similarly easy bets to wager.
2: You didn't think about but, waiting on the two and a half. You said no. I do one and a half.
3: They're giving me pl- no plus money under one and a half. Eight eight of Tyra's career wins are under one and a half. Uh, it's gonna happen. Here's the deal, though.
2: Okay, tell me the deal.
3: Took a shot. Fired it up. Fired it up. Took a shot. Aguilar. Plus 750. Fired it up. Took a shot.
2: We are getting funky here.
3: It's just... It's such a big number, and I love Tatsuya Taira. He's the man, dude. There was a stretch where I was like... All in on Muhammad Makayev, And I still super high on Muhammad Makayev, and think he will a thousand percent fight for a belt and probably win it. But the last years made me be like, maybe I should have been that hyped on Tyra, because he has just been electric lights out. Just nothing but violence and action. Jesus Santos Aguilar is not a pushover. I know that this that this kid is is not as young as Tyra, but he is still 25, 26. Uh, eight and one record and some some quality wins and quality performances in all of that. I think if the flyweight under magic is gonna die, you know, undefeated right now, if it's gonna go somewhere, uh, this is the fight where maybe it backs off on us because I think Aguilar is is really tough. Aguilar can grapple. Aguilar's got a sick gilly. Tyra and he, I think, I think we're gonna get some really fun exchanges on the ground. I do favor Tyra, but. This price is just too big, in my opinion. Uh, and maybe he'll come out and justify it. Maybe he will come out and just hustle Aguilar off the off the floor. But I, I'm taking a, a very small shot. You know, just a, a fire a half unit. Don't need to throw a full unit at a price like 750 uh, Especially when I don't have a wild amount of confidence in it. But going for it. So Aguilar plus 750 half unit fire. And then, of course, the under one and a half.
2: Love it. Love it. Uh, that's a bold play on you. We'll see if it works out. Be really cool if uh, Jesus Aguilar uh, just got a finish, knowing both cash, you know, unders I mean, if, and if anybody gets,
3: if, if anybody gets finished, it'll be great. So if, if Aguilar gets finished in the first round, I won't even be sad because then I'm still hitting the under yeah. and I'm still making money. Still there profit. There you go. There's always
2: a positive in everything. That's what we have to remember. All right, that is UFC... Korea Apex 68. That ties a bow on that. Let's move to uh, the second part of this No Bets Barred podcast, which is Bellator 290. Bellator making its return to CBS, the retirement fight for Fedor (laughs) Emelianenko. So (laughs) what are we thinking?
3: Oh, uh, I just pulled up DraftKings. Uh, The odds have since I, this was maybe an hour ago uh the odds I had Bader at minus 225 which I immediately bet um is already down to minus 265 on DraftKings
2: right now. uh so what I was going to bring up to you actually is there are there are some books that have some playable numbers out there uh for Ryan Bader um I mean when we started this podcast actually he was minus 215 he he has now dropped and I
3: was saying to myself, like, I have to play this, right? Oh, see, the question is not you have to, it's how much. Um, I, so, look, Ryan Bader has been known to pull victory from the jaws of defeat time and again in his career, but they fought before the fight went exactly as you would have anticipated at the time, and Emilian Anko is much, much older, and I don't think there's any real reason. I think Fedor is the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time. Things one of five best fighters of all time. One of my personal favorites i love that man uh and this will be sad to watch this happen uh and if he wins that will be tremendous it will be one of the best moments that has happened in this sport in years uh the last emperor gets to go out on top what a what a story what an exit what what an everything and maybe this informs my betting because i won't even care that i will lose this bet but I reflexively, I thought this fight was going to be minus four hundred because they'd fought before, and it was very clear what happened. And sure, maybe Bader's lost some off his step too, but Fedor is is like a couple of years away from an AARP card. There's no, he's forty six, man. Like, I don't this. I when I saw two twenty five, I was like, okay. And I put five units on it.
2: <laughs> so wow, five like, units. Let's yeah, go. I was just
3: like, all right, well. Uh, This number seems very dumb, and maybe I get punished for it. And if I do, I'll I can live with it, and you know, because it'll be such a great moment. But this the price at minus 225 seemed insane. I think any price up to minus three is still pretty fine for a bet,
2: yeah. I mean, I uh I saw minus 215 earlier at that same book, it has already plummeted down to uh minus 270. There's still some books out there that got minus 240. I was coming to you for for reassurement. I was like, what am I missing here? Like, I have to play this. I'm not going to go throw – I'm not going to do five units on it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm about to throw some cheddar on Ryan Bader right, as we speak right now.
3: Yeah, I think the, the – because I, I, after I made the bets, I was just like, I think the answer just has to be how quickly he lost to Corey Anderson. You know, Corey Anderson put a right hand behind the ear and – wobble them and Fedor still hits hard and it's kind of quick and can maybe do the same. But I I just, I don't know, man, we saw Bader knocked Fader out in 30 seconds and that fight. It's hard to say this for a 30 second fight, but that fight was not competitive. So it's just like, I don't, what are we, we know what, I know how this fight's going to go. I think it's going to go exactly the same. And if it doesn't, it's going to be Bader power doubling yeah. fedor and then smooshing him on the ground so i i really don't know what's going on uh actually
2: i i actually do know what's at this going price. on price um i won't lie i know what's going on i mean people, people want to fedor. see yeah people yeah. want to see fedor win in their final fight but it looks like the market is now correcting itself from that uh yeah, yeah i mean the is, i think
3: that's got to be it right
2: yeah, I mean, I see some people being like, wait, sort of what you just said. Like, it was just like, oh, well, like Ryan Bader is much older now. It's like, okay, well, I, I guess I forgot when Fedor jumped in the time machine and got to pause time for himself. That would be like, dope,
3: though. That would be if sick, that happened, that would yes, be because... Also-
2: everything you're saying i've just i've just placed ryan bader at minus 240 didn't get the minus 220 that you got like this this line is moving I, it's a roller this might right? be
3: like one of the three times i've ever gotten a better line than
2: you <laughs> well uh yeah someone asked me about that last week uh it's not something i'm proud of i live on best fight odds and fight odds.io and i have twitter notifications and that's why i'm like always up on lines it's uh the,
3: you're grinding
2: it's something that I look forward to never doing work. again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there will become a time. There will come a time in my life when I'm done with this stage, and it will be nice. It will be peaceful when I don't run to my phone when I hear a Twitter notification because those are the only two places I get notifications <laughs> from. Uh, but yeah, I was like, really, I'm kind of bummed that I missed out on the 215. But I was looking for the reassurance from you. Uh, yeah, I was just like, what am I? What am I missing here? And I thought maybe you'd come in. I know you obviously think Fedor is the greatest heavyweight of all time. I thought you might come in well, and be like, come on, dude, like. We can't go against him in this last one but it's just like
3: uh, na- i had every intention it's a win-win now it's a win-win now it is fedor I had every intention
2: Darches this man flat it's a legends moment we we get the he rides off into the sunset it's beautiful or we get the cash a ticket and it's just like why wasn't that minus a thousand because yeah, i'm with that, you he either he either like i mean fedor could always catch him dude he, like heavyweight fight he could always catch him but like he either catches him. Or the other option is Ryan Bader just slams this man to the ground and just has a boring Ryan Bader win.
3: Yeah, just it's, it's one of two outcomes. And that's the thing. I intended to come on here and be like, same as I did with Shogun at 283, where I was like, I know Shogun's washed and old. I don't care. I'm going to bet on him because I won't be on the wrong side of history. I intended to do that with Fedor. And then the line, I was like, this is so wrong. Like, this line looks so wrong to me that I can't not. So... Here I Having, am.
2: I haven't gotten the prop yet, but uh fight doesn't go to a decision or under four and a half, under three and a half, whatever the playable line is, I, I will be parlaying that
3: up. So a thousand percent. Uh, I, the other note I have on this fight, don't know when if these are dropping, but would you care to take a guess if you don't know off the top of your head the last time Fedor Emelianenko uh, got out of the first round, win or lose?
2: I know his entire Bellator career has ended in the first round.
3: That is sure correct. And it was, in fact, the fight immediately before that, uh, a decision in 2016. And then before that, three first round finishes in a row. So of his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, his last ten fights, nine of them have ended in the first round. And I am so confident that that's the outcome here as well. Uh, whenever that drops, I will be taking fight-ins in the first round bet. It probably won't even be a great price given that, but Fedor comes out to to be exciting and to throw hands and somebody's going to drop. I mean, if you even just look at it, most of these finished in the first two minutes. You're looking uh, at several want, in the first minute. You want
2: a little, you want a little stat here? Uh, Fedor Forty and six, 46, thought that was kind of weird. I don't know if that's, you know, just like, mm-hmm. don't know what that means. Don't know how to interpret it. He's 46. I didn't and six, think about it,
3: but that's interesting.
2: And he's 46. So you do with that information, whatever you want, take that one home, sleep on it. Don't know what it means yet. Haven't figured it out. I'm sure there's something there. Uh, but in his six fight Bellator career, the fight length. Has been an average of one minute and fifty-seven seconds. All six of them ending he's, the first round.
3: He's he's made over the half round twice. So like. for that like,
2: reason, for everything that we're just saying right now, uh, it has become available on Bet Online. They just dropped all their over unders. I did just play the under one and a half minus two twenty five.
3: Oh, God. Yeah. Hammer it. Um and then whenever somebody drops a, you know. Uh, I love that there that there's like an over four and a half, as mm-hmm. if that's a thing that's gonna <laughs> happen.
2: Right, like I mean, like it's like either either Fader starches him, Ryan Bader starches him, or like Fader's forty six, dude. No, We're not th- going twenty five. Th- minutes. There's really
3: only only those two outcomes. They're gonna throw hands. One man's gonna fall down. Probably gonna be Fader. Uh, and yeah. So
2: what I'm what I'm thinking, which now. Wow, I'm glad I got in at minus two forty. I'm very sorry to our listeners if they haven't played Ryan Bader yet. As we discussed numbers going to ba- keep moving. No, Ryan Bader was minus two sixty five as we were discussing that. He was minus two fifteen when we started the show. I literally mm-hmm. have it in my notes. Ryan Bader is minus two fifteen. We have to play this. What am I missing, Jed? That is literally written down in my notes. It was minus mm-hmm. two fifteen. He's he was minus two sixty five three seconds ago when we were talking about this. He <laughs> I, is now minus two eighty five on DraftKings and on Bet Online he is minus three ten. So I'm actually glad with my minus two forty that I jumped in. Oh,
3: minus three fifteen. Literally, shut,
2: shut up on, Draft right now, we, oh on DraftKings right now.
0: We're literally,
3: <laughs> literally, I'm staring at it and it hits the light up and changes wow. the odds.
2: wow, wow! This is. We are watching Closing Line Value in real time. This is this, is uh, this so is fan-
3: incredible.
2: I mean, this is fantastic stuff from us. I'm I'm really loving this. Uh, wow. This thing dropped uh, 100
3: wow. points in less than Did an someone
2: hour. give the link to DraftKings for the no barred record session? Because they might Maybe. be listening in right now. I mean, what is going on here? So here's some here's something I want to throw out to you for the Bellator card. And I'm going to take a long and winding road. We're going to loop around and then we'll come back to the co-main. So what I want to throw out, because I i i don't just like it love it it's probably going to be a terrible price but i'm probably going to kind of have to unload a little bit on this one uh third card down this is only a three fight main card which is very odd sabaho masi is taking on brennan ward this fight is guaranteed fireworks guaranteed it's a
3: good fight it's fun fight fun fun
2: fight fun fight Fight does not go to a decision. I don't know what that is going to be priced, but parlaying that up with Ryan Bader and Emilian Anko just feels like it is destined to hit. Like, if I'm getting that parlay at anything less than like minus like 250, I'm going to be forced to play it. Uh, Hamasi, 14 of his last 19 have gone under the one and a half. Brennan Ward, 19, 19 straight fights for this man have ended minus inside 3, the distance. 20 numbers to for five. Ryan Bader I mean this is wow this is <laughs> someone this has thing, tapped into this I this swear to god DraftKings shout out to y'all uh, 16 of which Brendan Ward's 19 straight have ended under the one and a half which is why I also just played the one under one and a half for that fight I need a Bader Fedor Homasi Ward fight does not to go to a decision parlay because I am I am really thinking about about dropping a bomb on that guy
3: I think that's a good parlay. feels feels like a really good parlay. Do you have any other action on Bellator outside of that kind of plan, that thought, that an idea?
2: No. Uh, what do you like? The co-main event, Johnny Eblin, who I watched live, dethrone Gegard Mousasi. Mousasi did not have one thing for this man over the course of twenty-five minutes. It was just destruction from the get-go. But but with that set, he's now a minus two hundred against uh, Anatoly Tokov, who is. Like no joke, like this dude is dude thirty-one and up. three. Has had a lengthy career. Like if you look at his losses too, split decision to Ramazan Amiev and uh, the one against Magomed Karamov, like he's losing the big names now. I I haven't bet it. I don't know if I can get around the minus two hundred on Eblin. Like I f- I feel like I lean Eblin just because he was so impressive against Musasi. But yeah, I don't know. You, you any more action for you, sir?
3: So, uh, I'm going to gonna put Eblin in a parlay because I do just like Eblin. Um, I just think he's a really damn good fighter. Um, I mean, he, dude, just, I
2: can't argue with that. I mean, the way that he just, I was on Musasi and I was on Musasi heavy, uh, and the way that he just ousted, dude. Like, he just 25 methodical minutes of just beat down.
3: Yeah, and that's it. I mean, the ATT team, uh, you know, one of, if not the most respected team in the sport glowing about this dude and had been for a while and i was pretty high on him but i didn't think he would do what he did to Musasi, and that performance was just so stellar that it's a leveling up moment i think this kid's gonna be really good tokov is is one of the best fights frankly that bellator can put together uh and so this fight's awesome but i'm gonna go with eblin i don't really know and there's like a bunch of other fights and i'm have I, i haven't had the chance to really dive into tape and feel confident but you know, like Neiman Gracie should beat Dante Shiro, like just offhandedly. Like that seems like that should be a real easy one. It's pricey. I do like have that.
2: a, I do have a, uh, I have a note here. Is like, is Neiman Gracie the one to break the uh, the submission
3: bet streak? Maybe that could that could definitely be a thing. And that's I haven't done enough tape to really, so I don't have any bets on any of this other stuff. But it's just like Darian Caldwell feel like I don't know that. Nikita Mikhailov is actually good. Um, and Darian Caldo isn't great, but at one time he was very good and he does have a really, really good skill and that counts for a lot. Um, you know, Max Rapskopf's out there again. Like it's, they're actually a bunch of like somewhat compelling fights here. We've got a Magomedov fighting. I know, we know the Magomedov rule. Maybe I just parlayed the Magomedov up, uh, Ahmed Magomedov, uh, who... Maybe isn't, I, I don't know that he's the next guy or whatever, but 26 year old undefeated dude who has looked quite impressive for much of his career. So I, I just don't know where I want to go with some of the rest. I was hoping maybe you had something jump out
2: i feel like i it's kind of been speaking to me like i feel like gracie is a good parlay piece like he's on a skid he's not well, a terrible fighter like too. uh and like you kind of want to keep like as a from a bellator standpoint like you kind of want to keep a gracie around like there's not many left out there
3: mm-hmm.
2: but like it, like the thing is like who are we parlaying it up like i can't no, trust I, isaiah Hokett. if i parlay
3: him up with johnny Eblen. And Ahmed Magomedov, it's got Magomed the name. What do we say about don't, Magomed? It's like rule don't. number three: they don't lose. Yeah,
2: that, that pays Magomed.
3: plus one fifty three. Those three parlayed. That's you, that's a good price that I'm actually probably going to take. If you don't want Johnny Eblin in that, uh, it's minus one forty nine. It's a little hel- little healthier than that, but I'm going to go ahead and take that parlay while we're talking about it here: Magomedov, Gracie, Eblin parlay that up just just a stew a stew a heavy favorites plus 153 baby <laughs> I
2: mean there's nothing better there is nothing better I think the more I think about it now I might do the Bader Amelianco Hamasi Ward those don't go to a decision and then uh and then maybe do like Eblin Tokov over one and a half or maybe I just throw Gracie in there
3: yeah, just go with whatever. What about your boxing stuff as we're closing down? Anything you can pair it in with boxing?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Amanda Serrano is a, is a very solid parlay piece. Um, I mean, she has to win this fight for several reasons. One, she's just the better fighter in this situation, uh, though Erica Cruz is, is no bum. But she is fighting for the undisputed. She's trying to get the fifth belt for the women's featherweight division. Uh, and she needs to win this fight to get Katie Taylor to where the big money's at in terms of women's boxing. Like she needs to win it. Uh, I did parlay up. I did Richardson, Hitchens, Alicia Baumgartner, and a and Amanda Serrano parlay. That pays out at minus one seventy five. Yeah, three favorites, big juicy price tag. That's kind of what you get in boxing unless you're getting these okay. really competitive fights. Uh, I also did Sky Nicholson by decision. uh, let me check on uh, what the line is at right now. I'm wondering how many people are going to end up having it. She's obviously a just a monster, heaping monster of a favorite. Yeah, right now there's only one book that has it. It's minus 225. Um, so just like if you want some statistics on this one, uh, she, obviously she's 5-0, and o, all five wins by decision. 149. One hundred and forty nine amateur fights for Sky Nicholson. Uh yes, I do know that amateur fights are only three by three rounds. Uh and this is her first ten round fight. One KO. One KO in 149 amateur fights. 148 went those full nine minutes. To me, that just proves that she doesn't have that that KO finishing power. I just have a feeling. I mean, she said it yesterday on the MMA hour. Most all of her wins come by decision. I expect this one to be a by decision as well. Um so, yeah, 225. I think that's a decent price tag for someone that's like a minus 4,000 favorite. Uh, so that's what I got. It's only the last four. Don't know if if that's parlayable up. Maybe I'll take the main event in the UFC to not go to a decision and really just lay, lay it all on the line with that one. Uh, but need the rest of these props to drop before I say anything final. I'm with you. I think Neiman Gracie is a pretty solid parlay piece. Johnny Avlin, I can't decide on. Cause like so, he burned me on on guard If he burns me here by me parlaying him up at like minus two hundred,
3: you know, it's just sick. not it's just not a sick. partnership that
2: works. You know? Yeah, and you know what? Like sometimes I'm just to, what I need to do, what I need to do, have a little restraint, have a little restraint here. I'm just not gonna play the Johnny Eblin fight. I'm gonna hope that he wins because I I'm with you. I like Johnny Eblin as a fighter. I'm gonna Look just stay you. away.
3: Look you showing we're, we're learning lessons. We're we're still we're in becoming January, better
2: gamblers. That's what we're doing here. And
3: we're learning lessons. I've learned to just bet on the better athlete every time. You're showing restraint.
2: Restraint, keep it tight, keep it we're focused and remember folks, as much as I just talked about uh about Hamasi Ward and Bader Amelianko not going to decisions being locks, there are no locks. That is a, always a nice reminder. Zero locks. Uh, So, yeah, that Bellator 290 discussion was like a little bit messy, but uh, I feel like we got out everything that we were going to say.
3: No, I knew it was going to be messy because it's kind of it is messy. It's a it's a sneaky, not terrible fight card. It's a great, dude! It's
2: a good Bellator card. It's on CBS. We've got two title fights of of the bigger men's divisions. It's, it's exciting because we get to maybe see the continuation of Johnny Eblin becoming a a star for Bellator and Fedor. It's it's the retirement fight. It's big, but still, when that Bellator opening sequence hits and I see their little graphic and it's the the you know the corny montage, I just get the PTSD and I'm like. Oh God, I like I'm about to lose some money. So doesn't matter the quality of the Bellator card, I just can't get too invested on it.
3: Oh yeah. I can't. I get too invested on it financially all the time, and it never works out for me. Never works out? I've never, never made money out. on Bellator, I'm convinced. Dude,
2: a fantastic night, like the best night Bellator can offer me is like a plus like 0.53 units. The and, first and, and two the Bellator worst, cards. And the
3: worst night is like minus six. Uh,
2: yes, the the first two Bellator cards. Uh, and like also like when Bellator's on Friday and you just start the weekend off like down four units, it's just like.
3: Then you're just digging out a hole. I do this? Like yeah. I just hate this.
2: Uh, the first two Bellator cards I bet on, I went undefeated and they started calling me Bellator Burks. And ever since it's been a complete oh, bloodbath. Bloodbath, dude. here's
3: the problem though because of the the ufc's late start time this is kind of like a friday card in that these belly bets if they they go belly up on them and i'm down a couple of unis then that ufc start time comes in and i'm like all right well maybe i should throw some money on g kim and then i start chasing it and then (laughs) just saying the bellator being earlier than the ufc could if things go wrong result in a really tough weekend for me
2: you know what? I'm just clearing out the bankroll on G Young Kim. I got to get this back somehow. <laughs> got to get
3: that money back. That, that Ryan Bader money, I dumped all of it into him, convinced he would do it. If, if those chase. words
2: leave your mouth this weekend, yeah, G Young Kim, it's time to chase on G Young Kim. <laughs> that's a 1-800-GAMBLER moment. That is a 1-800-GAMBLER moment.
3: This is so true. All right. All right,
2: that's it. We did it. Quick 90 minutes, cover three sports. All right, just to Recap. I have. These are going to be littered all over the place. I have Don Jung by KOTKO. I have Choi Park under two and a half. That is the road to UFC fight, plus 190. I have Nakamura Kazuma under two and a half, minus 155. I have Tatsuro Taira Aguilera. Fight does not go to a decision, minus 170. I have Kinoshito Fugit under two and a half, minus 130. I have Doohu Choi versus. Kyle Nelson under two and a half minus 150. I have Ryan Bader minus 240. I have the under one and a half minus 225. I have a parlay of G. Yeah. Young Kim, Blagoy Ivanov uh, goes the distance. The Tibori Ivanov goes the distance. G. Yeah. Kim goes the distance. Parlay. That's even the money. The non-violence parlay. The non-violence parlay. Then I have main event, Derek Lewis does not go to a decision parlayed with uh Kino Shida. That pays out minus 178. Then I have boxing, Hitchens, Baumgartner, Serrano, minus 175 parlay. I'm going to work in some violence parlays for Bellator. I love the Slop. pacifist
3: parlay. I'm a big fan of the pacifist parlay.
2: <laughs> Yo, that, that's a great name for it, actually. The PP, the pacifist <laughs> oh, I want, parlay. I want,
3: to, I oh, want credit great. for that when you fire no, that out on, yes, on the no man,
2: here. Please, thank you. Uh, Yeah, just to go with a sloppy episode, they were my picks in a very sloppy way, Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Should be a great weekend of combat sports. <laughs> uh, It hasn't been a break for me. I've just been cashing Royal Rumble tickets over here. Ooh. No big deal. Not going to call undefeated, come, not, undefeated
3: un, Royal Rumble.
2: Undefeated Royal Rumble. Not going to give myself a nickname because then I'll jinx myself. But loving the Royal Rumble. Good to be back to real combat sports, though. <laughs>
3: it is. Uh, I ended up with a ton because that's what always happens. I've that's what eight, happens. I've got Lewis Spivak over one and a half at plus one hundred. I took a shot on Lewis in round three at plus sixteen hundred. Just a little baby, baby. Nothing, nothing much there. Tiberi by decision, plus one fifty. Uh, Tabura even of over two and a half. It's a heavyweight over. It's minus 230. It's actually the worst odds of anything I'm betting. <laughs> I got Ho, some Troy.
2: I got some juice this week. I'm not going to lie. What's it? D-
3: I don't mostly. I've juiced in the parlays. Uh, Duho Troy by Kotko 120. Uh, Troy Park under two and a half. Flyweight under plus 185. The other flyweight under Aguilar Tyra under one and a half plus 115. Also taking a half unit shot on Aguilar plus 750 just to see. A uh, big, big bet on Ryan Bader five unis down at minus two twenty five. I'm sorry, you don't get that price. In case you weren't keeping up with it, though, that price is now minus three twenty five at DraftKings. I can't Drop I, like that. Keith had to plummeting. Been-
2: that had to have been the best content we've put out in a while. Easily. The the live. Oh, yeah. I think Ryan Bader's still like minus 215. Nope, it's nope. minus 265. Okay, I'm going to play it at a different book at minus 240. <laughs> oh, shit. Now it's minus 300. Oh, no. There it goes. Minus 325. <laughs> Who knows it, what it'll be at by the time people are listening to this.
3: It's like that moment in the big short when they're watching the debate and the stock price is going down and they just keep getting text updates. Oh, my goodness. It keeps dropping. It's exactly the
2: same. I... I I like I've I've never experienced anything like I've been betting for almost ten years now, and now that I'm like so deep into MMA, I've never experienced anything like it. It is literally like playing a stock market
3: sometimes. Yeah, it was that was nuts. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot on Fedor Bader round one whenever that becomes something I can shoot at, and then I've got three parlays: uh, Kina Shit the Nakamura the Japanese parlay pays out minus one sixty one uh the south korean parlay just the two legs of it though uh don jung and Junyoung park uh that pays out i don't have what that pays out in front of me uh it's like plus 130 or something like that and then gonna go with the belly parlay neiman gracie Ahmed magomedov johnny eblin pays out plus 153 and those are the bets that's the show
2: that's the show i forgot to say i do have the the Korean parlay that I'm gonna put in plus 540. It's all yeah, You the, can't leave the
3: Korean super parlay out.
2: Yeah, I mean the Korean super parlay, Korea versus the world super parlay. We're still workshopping the name, trademarks going out. That will be happening. Fun show. 90 minutes for the people. Covered a lot. Covered Coved a, a lot. lot.
3: Two events uh, and the little boxing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I will be at the boxing event. I'll have my portable charger on me so I can stream uh, CBS Bellator and UFC Undercard. Gonna just be a jam-packed weekend. Actually, not even a jam-packed weekend. It's just like from 6 p.m. on Saturday night to like 4 a.m. on Sunday morning. So a nice 10 hours. Jam-packed 10 hours. Jam-packed 10 hours. It's a lot. There's a lot a of lot fights happening on. in those in those 10 hours it's gonna be fun can't wait wouldn't ask for anything more when I pass out on my couch at 1:30 and miss the rest of the UFC card and I wake up at 5 a.m in my drool and I'm like what's going on and then I check my uh, you know my my bank rolls my my betting accounts and it's just all zeros across the board. I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself but that's that's what we get for UFC Korea Pec 68 that's that's what it is uh, so until next time next week. Next week, UFC 284, Australia, pound for pound number one versus pound for pound number two. Might be working on trying to get an Australian on the show. Someone from down under. Someone that can tell me whether or not Vegemite is good. Uh, TBD.
1: Terrible. I'm going to try it.
2: it. Uh, well, nope, but I'm going to try terrible. it for the first time during UFC 284. Did you have it just a spoonful on some toast?
3: What no, on some toast, yeah. So uh...
2: We can cover that next week. That's all we got for this show. UFC Korea Apex 68, Bellator 290, Amanda Serrano vs. Erica Cruz. That's all. See you next week. Love you guys.
0: podcast network the NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA DraftKings brings you same game parlays live betting odds booths and so much more you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Vox MMA that's code Vox MMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks